We are live. Welcome to another installment of the Final Scoop Podcast. My name is Robert Chinesky, the Supplement Engineer. Joining me as always, my international cavalcade of compatriots in the supplement industry, Lucas Troublemaker Rutkowski, Prometheus Intelligence Sports Technology. Mr. Nice Guy himself, Robert Samborski, Apollo Nutrition. And Lord Shane is uh, currently indisposed right now. He had some royal matters to attend to while he's on the throne, so he will be joining us imminently once he has finished dispatching his loyal subjects. Uh, thank you all for tuning in on the live stream one week away from Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, happy Festivus for the rest of us and all that other happy horse shit. Uh, if you guys have any comments, questions, queries, quips, smart-ass remarks, feel free to post them up in the comments section. We'll be here with you for at least the next 90 minutes, 120 minutes. Shit, we might go three hours today. We don't really know. However long it goes until we get tired or bored or hungry, we'll stop us. So, uh, welcome, my friends. How are things? Bro, we are never under the clock. So, what the hell? <laughs> no, we certainly are not. Don't limit ourselves. No. And uh, let's just say last week's podcast with Carolina, man, totally kicked ass in the viewership ratings. Like it, it doubled on like the, the one day. So whatever, what I do for the listeners that may not be aware of. So we have the live stream and then I take it down for a couple of days or just put it private until I, and I make it go live again when the audio version comes back up. The version with Carolina was double anything. Like it was double of us and quadruple, like some of the lives that Sandy and I do or the, the stuff I had done with Justin. It, it just like, so she's, uh, you know, we just need to have her on more often. We get much more eyeballs on the channel when you have a, uh, smart, intelligent lady on the channel. But it was probably one of the longest podcasts that we did, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I guess. I think that, uh, yeah, you know what? I was actually thinking about it because so many people like reached out to us also, you know, regarding the, the podcast and everything else. I think that, um, you know, certain people that just have that it factor. I mean, uh, and I'm not joking right now. I'm not like no smart remarks. No, not, none of those. I'm actually being that serious. I think that the four of us have very, very good chemistry. And I think we have something unique. I mean, of course, I'm being biased right now, without a doubt. And I'm not even hiding it. But I think we we give something to the supplement industry that just doesn't exist. Uh, or at least didn't exist up until now. And I think that, uh, you know, certain people, um, I, I can see it when it comes to even Apollo Nutrition, when it comes to ambassadors and stuff, uh, you'll have, uh, we have two in particular that I'm not going to say who they are, but the Instagram following, for example, is not like that significant. Actually, it's very, very average to mediocre, but in terms of the reach and sales that they have, uh it's mind-blowing i mean they actually blowing away some of the very very top guys that we have um uh, it's just some people have certain appeal and i think carolina has that appeal because i noticed that maybe two three years ago when we started posting her photos you know and and um you know or videos or stuff like that every time the views the engagement even the sales would go up significantly it's just, I think that she has that personality, that charisma that is very rare these days. And it's not necessarily has to do something with her being a female or attractive female. I mean, that's a given. And I'm not trying to diminish anything uh, or take it away. On the contrary, you know how I feel about her. But what I'm saying is, is that cer certain people have that X factor. Uh, and it can be a male, can be a female, uh, can be attractive, can be unattractive. They just have that pull where they draw people to themselves and they have that appeal. And I think she definitely has it. 
Robert, you muted, I guess. Yes, I was muted. Uh, I was shaking up my uh, shaker bottle. I didn't want that rattling on the background while Robbie was uh, speaking. Uh, but no, I was saying thanks for uh, reaching out and getting her on the podcast. I know she was uh, initially, when we had kicked this idea around a few months back, she was kind of on the on the fence about it. So I'm glad yeah. she came on. And, uh, it, it was a... Uh, very, very exciting to have her on, and hopefully she keeps you around the uh, the gym and the supplement brand because you're not too bad yourself, you know. We yeah, like you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, on a serious on a serious note, uh, before we start anything, I got a big, big question for you guys. Oh shit! It's a big one, and I was thinking about it for the entire week. So here it goes. When you have a fresh loaf of bread and you cut it into like, you know, small pieces, right? Like small slices. So the end of the of the bread, the first slice, what do you do with it? Do you eat it? Always. Or do you throw it away? Always eat it. Only the devil eats the shitty ass crust, man. <laughs> Was this on Furaz's podcast? I had listened to this. No, it's just me. But I was thinking... Just curious, though. I mean, it depends on the size of it. I mean, your bread not come cut? I was thinking thinking, uh, about it for the entire week to, you know, to to ask you guys this this question. It's a big one. So, uh... Good opening question. Do you have to cut cut your bread? Yeah. You're you're going to you're going to a bakery, right? And you're buying. They don't have they don't have sliced bread or roads in Poland. This yeah. this this, no, this, no, the, no. The, this on, the more surprising on. part about this for me. Hold on, hold on. In Poland, in Poland, when you go to the fresh bakery, you get a you get a big loaf of bread, and if you want, they can the machine they can put it into the oh, machine. Okay. The machine can cut it for. for for the customer, yeah. You or know? you can take it home and cut it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And my question is, so even if you, even if the machine will cut the bread for you, no, no, what, no, do, no one what do you do? What do you do with the with the ends of the bread? You throw it to the birds. That's what you do. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? There's a couple of there's there's two things that jump to mind. Okay, so. If we're talking normal sandwich loaf bread, like you get regular, like so, where they all look perfectly square like that, and it comes pre-sliced at the grocery store. I don't eat those because I want my sandwich to be perfectly lined. So, I like, I want the two bread slices to be exactly lined. So, I save those nubs, and Sandy and Sophia eat those for their breakfast. Like they use that for their breakfast. I'll use that for toast for breakfast. I'll keep the middle part. Now, if we're talking like a crusty loaf of bread, like you're talking about, Lucas, from like a good bakery where you go that, and I'm, I'm. I'm usually not slicing those into that. Like I'm just breaking that bitch off and I'm dipping it in some gumbo or some like crawfish etouffee or something like that or in soup. And then I will use that. So I will eat the end of the bread in that case. But if it's yeah. sandwich bread, I'm not eating that shit. I'll give it to Sandy or Sophia. They'll eat it. They're Because they're not picky with it. Robbie, what about you? It depends on uh, on what kind of a loaf of bread, because I mean they come in square and they come like, you know, like a little like a, like a French bread, like French baguette. You know the long ones. It depends. Well, thank you, but ti- yeah, but typically, like if it's a nice, like uh, you know, the end of the loaf, I, I typically I will eat it. I actually like it. I like the crust. Yeah, no one. You're likes you're the crust. Uh, like your roots are Russian, so you are close. Yeah. to Poland. You so you are close to Polish. Yeah. We in Poland. That's the best part of the. Yeah. Place. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. I, I know. I know where you're coming from. That's yeah. 
fucking best part of the brass. So, and you know, I, I was I was so damn curious because I was watching like few uh, clips on the YouTube, and some guys were like, "Oh, throw that bitch away! It's it, it, it's 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 not worth it." Lucas, I'm gonna I'm gonna go even a step further because what you pointed out is like so true. Because it depends also on your roots and where you're from. And you're right, you know, I'm from Eastern Europe. So when I see like, I, I mean, I can adapt to a lot of things in different countries. I'm good at it. So like, for example, peanut butter and jelly is a very, very American thing. And I actually happen to like it. I like peanut butter and jelly. But if I have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I mean, it's just two slices put together. I, sometimes I like to toast them. And, uh, and it's peanut butter and jelly. My daughter, this is just to show you like how Americanized she is, she will cut off the crust and only leave the center, the soft part. Every time I see it, I want to fucking take it and smash it against her, against her face. Oh, it, wait, is that the edge of the bread? It pisses me off. Yeah, yeah, the, crust. yeah the crust. She slices it and throws it away. I want to fucking guy. kill her. I, I'm like, it drives me nuts. Shane, you're going to murder you are. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't eat bread that often. Like no, me ever. too, me too. But but I whenever was... I have like a sandwich from like a store or anything, I'll eat in and around like, <laughs> all the contents, and then I'll throw the crust are away. You four? My four-year-old even eats the crusts. My four-year-old eats the crusts. Well, unfortunately, Robert, the bakeries and the cafe don't cut it off for me. Okay, otherwise I'd ask. So I got a, I got a one more question. Oh shit! Have you ever eaten cheese, like a you know sandwich, sandwich? Let's say you know you put some, put on some butter, cheese, and on top of cheese, jelly. Wait, if I'm putting cheese on a sandwich, I'm not putting butter on the bread to begin with. Well, you, you don't you That's don't just, spread you don't, you don't you spread need, the, you need some moisture. You, you need don't some spread the Bread with the uh, with the butter. No, if yeah, I'm making a sandwich, I just put mustard on it. I put some like really like horseradish mustard. mustard or something like that. We're talking about making a sandwich, aren't we? Yeah, a sandwich. You have a slice yeah, of bread. No. You have a slice what, of bread. What? You put mayonnaise on the bitch. You put the cheese on. Then you put the meat, and then you top it with whatever Wait, other accoutrement. You said you want. mustard. Yes, mustard. I mean, oh. as far as I know, that's that's a sauce that you put on top. That's not that's not a base layer. You, you what, what are you doing here? In what galactic you are you are living? I don't put the I, bread I, on like, <laughs> like if you want to toast the bread. Like I see some people like people will do burger buns and stuff, and they'll toast the bread and put a layer of butter. I, I don't need that. If I'm making a burger here at home, I yeah, take the top part of the bun. mustard on there. What the fuck I is wrong with you? I put some mustard. You? You put some mustard on the bottom. Put the burger on. Put the cheese yeah, on. Anyway, have, have you know, you ever, we butter the bread. I butter the bread, Lucas. <laughs> Even I if you're having like a burger. Have you, have, you, have, you ever, have you ever tried the fresh bread with the butter on it? Yeah, yeah. Like you go to a nice restaurant, they give you hot bread. Like that's in a very New Orleans thing. We have hot French bread, and then you just eat that stuff with butter. Yeah, that's normal. But I'm not gonna make a sandwich. I'm like, I'm not gonna go and make a sandwich and put extra butter on it. It's like putting mayonnaise. I don't put mayonnaise on sandwiches either because it just yeah, you put mustard a like a fucking fat. like a completely normal person. You just just throw the the hot dog sauce on there, right? Good on you. Fucking <laughs> okay. With you? So let's let's skip this part. You can add butter or not. But my main question is. Can uh, can you uh, eat a, let's say like a sandwich mm -hmm. with a cheese and a jelly on top? You can choose the flavor of the of the of the jelly. Mm. Possibly, if, I, if I'm going for like a Thanksgiving riff on a sandwich, so I would have like some thin like turkey 
And then I would do like the cranberry sauce, like I would make for Thanksgiving, and I would put that on there. So it's not necessarily like peanut butter and jelly kind of jelly, but it's like a thicker kind of. Oh, like we're a, talking like 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 a jam and stuff. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I've saying, done that a few times. I'm yeah, say, I'm, say, I'm saying I'm saying jelly, you know, but you can you can call it like a spread or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, I could do that because yeah. you you get like uh, those some of those restaurants will throw like a bit of cranberry uh, on like a burger, whether it be beef, usually beef. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't mind it. Because I I remember when I was like super young, mm-hmm. I was always like uh, visiting my uh, family in Sweden, and they're always like used to eat uh, a cheese, you know, the yellow the yellow cheese with. Uh, with a jelly or like a fruit spread on top, yeah. and it was so damn good, you know. And I remember, and when the and they always toasted the the, the bread, so I was like, oh damn, so damn good. Yeah, that could be a good combo. Yeah, and few times, few t- so the I'm asking this question because like few times when I was playing basketball as a mm-hmm. pro, and I, I was going to the you know to the camps, and I was like doing my sandwiches, you know, at the buffet, you know, and I was like, you know, doing my cheese and my jelly, you know, on top. They were like looking like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, damn, man, try it. it it's- yeah. You should have, you should have put mustard on there, Lucas. And then they might have known, they're like, oh, this <laughs> guy, wrong. this guy knows his stuff. This is it's a five-star restaurant here. Clearly. <laughs> Goat cheese with the jelly. Yeah, goat cheese works with that. That's a really good spreading cheese, too. Yeah, I love yeah, those that's, that's a good one. That's a good one as well. But yeah, that, these are my two questions. So those are, those are good opening questions. It's a good opening salvo, Lucas. We, I, uh, I, I remove the crust off my bread when I can, just so you know. <laughs> when you come to Poland, I got to get you to, uh, to a bakery. And you need to try the, to a, really, a really <coughs> fresh... Freshly baked bread. And you will definitely. Oh, I feel like uh, Cheesecake Factory's bread that they bring out is mm-hmm. is dynamite. Is this, I've tried a lot of different breads. Oh no, no I've tried all the I've, I've tried a lot of the breads in like Europe, and they are nice. So it's very rare that I like a bread. But the Cheesecake Factory one's probably one of the best outside of Europe that I've had. But if it's soft, I'm not going to remove the crust. But very rarely you go to a bakery and buy the bread. And there's not like a, a layer of steel around the outside of the bread, right? It's it's not often. So I just when you were, don't risk it and cut it off. When you were in Czech Republic, have you tried their bread? Oh yeah, we had. I like to be honest, as weird as it sounds, I like the Greek bakeries. The ones in uh, they like. I went to there. It looked like a damn department store. Those things were huge, and they yeah. had breads. They had cakes. They, it was like. It was bigger than McDonald's, as as you know, as I love that place so much. It was, the, and all of them are like that. They're all very well presented or very large, mm-hmm. huge varieties. It's insane, but yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, I, I don't risk the, the the chance of the bread being a little bit dry because then the crust is just exaggerated and tastes like cardboard. So I cut it off. There you go. Okay. On that note, Lucas, do you use peanut butter and butter on bread? My One of our best friends from high school, his dad made us peanut butter sandwiches one time when we were in high school. And he took the regular like white sandwich bread that you get, put a layer of butter on it, then put the peanut butter on it, and then gave the other layer on top of that. So 
yes, I've had that. It's weird, and it actually made it taste really good. I just found it really weird that he did that. Honestly, when I was a chubby little bastard, yeah. Yeah, same here. Yes, I did. I did it plenty of times. But nowadays, no. I thought that was the weirdest thing to do when I first saw it, but it tastes really fucking good. Yeah, but when I was on the permabulk, you know, that was my thing, for sure. If I have any spread on bread, it's just like it's just bread and the spread. There's always yeah. butter between it, regardless of what the spread is. Even if it's a creamy kind of spread, I don't eat creamy spread. But if I ever make a sandwich with just a spread, mm-hmm. I always put the butter on top. Fascinating. After cutting across the habit, you see, I do that now. But I know I wasn't brought up that way. When, when, my, when my wife started showing me the, the ways of like, why do you still eat the crust? You don't need to do that anymore. When I was a kid, <laughs> my mom was just like, eat it, so bitch, don't Nikki's waste fault. No, I don't think it's her fault. She just opened my eyes. Bro, so, for example, when we were a kid, have, uh, we, you were forced to eat it. Do you eat, the, do you eat the entire pie or do you leave the, the crust? It depends on how hungry I am and how good the quality oh, of the crust hold is. On. Hold on. <laughs> This is another thing that I do <laughs> that Nikki introduced me to. She expanded my knowledge of the crust. She's like, you don't have to eat the pizza crust either. And I was like, oh my God. So I leave like a nice little line around the outside. <laughs> if I'm hungry, I'll go back and eat all the leftover crust. Yeah. <laughs> Usually I'm like, I want that soft meat, that warm center i don't want to waste my shit on these crusty calories on the outside what about if the if the crust is stuffed with like cheese or something oh if i paid extra for the crust then yeah because i i had it in the u.s i think they they had a it was like a like a sausage filling yeah i don't want any of that shit in my crust (laughs) that that was fucking that was was something else man (laughs) i was like oh yeah i'll put a sausage on the side and then i'm like eating it i was like I can't eat this whole fucking thing. That's fucking gross. Oh, that's, also, that's for another level of fatness. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, well, I mean, hey, look, America had it on the menu. I wanted to give it a go. Yep. Didn't like it. We excel at being obese. We do. Norman, going out to a friend's surprise birthday party tonight. How much knack should I take beforehand? 600, 1200, 1800 milligrams. That's well within the safe range. Six hundred should be enough. Yeah, I usually take between six hundred and twelve hundred daily. So, do it about an hour. If if you're going out and you're going to be having fun, make sure you take it beforehand, not immediately after, because there is one study out there that I came across where they gave NAC to individuals before some uh, consumption of some substances, and then after the consumption of some you know liquid substances. And it actually increased the amount of lipid peroxidation that was going on in the liver, so it was ne- it was not good. What happened was so have have your knack beforehand, then uh you know enjoy your festivities, and then you know maybe in the morning have a little bit more. Hey y'all, hey Brooke, The Witcher season two is awesome. Now the Witcher novels were writ- written by a fellow Pole. Have you read them, Lucas? Did you read the Witcher novels? Yeah, we 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 read them uh, in in uh, at the school, and also we we had some. I think there was like uh, a series of movies 
it was also very popular here in Poland. And after that, they decided to jump to to other you know countries, and then they uh, made this large movie, video games, and and so on. So yeah, yeah. But I have the uh, the first novel here at the house. My parents got that for me as an early uh, Christmas gift. I haven't started reading it yet because we're in the middle of another series of books right now. But I'm excited to. I've heard good things about the books. I wasn't that impressed with season one. Of it just it seemed like the Netflix version of season one. It seemed very disjointed and it was all over the place. And then it ends and you're not even anywhere. Like you, it feels like the story hasn't really gone anywhere or anything. So I'm, I'm hopefully season two is better. I'm. I'm being completely, being completely honest, the movies and uh, series all suck comparing to our uh, books. books. Yeah, it's are- like most stuff. They well, most TV series. That's why I'm not watching the Wheel of Time series on Amazon because yeah. Sandy watched the first episode of it and they've completely shit all over the the source material yeah. already. That's why I always say read the book first and then maybe watch the movie. But yeah, they go you know a different way. Yeah. I, mean, I like that the action sequences were good. Like so, Henry Cavill did fine in the sword fighting of the series. The little mm. bard guy they got following him that is annoying as fuck, in my opinion. But mm. I don't know. So, have you, Robbie or Shane seen that? Heard of it? I started watching it. I mean, I didn't read the books. I mean, I heard about like you know the story and stuff like that. I mean, I'm I was pretty um, like well aware of it. And when I started watching the series. I think I, I went to maybe one or two episodes, to be honest with you, of what you just said, all over the place. I think that's a great description. I didn't like it. I stopped. I mean, just it was a little bit too much all over the place. Yeah. Lucas, how do you say his name? Is it Andre Sapkowski? Sapkowski, yes. So it's a V sound? Sapkowski? Sapkowski. Okay. And then how do you pronounce the first name? A-N-D-R-Z-E-J. Andre. Andre, okay, all right, outstanding. Here we go. Pete Pasmus. Okay, I'm here. You can start now. <coughs> Thanks, Pete. By the way, your blessing. And Shane joined us finally, so we can start too. That's the important thing. The yeah. Lord has graced us with His presence. I don't know if I got it all out, but I'm gonna. <laughs> so we'll see. Brooke, season one is a second wave. <laughs> season one is intentionally past and present. It is a little drawing, but it drops hints as to the timing. Yeah, and I kind of picked up on that at the end. It just, I wonder if there was a way to be able to jump back and forth, but make it seem a little bit like Pulp Fiction is a good example of a movie that jumps all over the place. And then at the end, you finally get the, ah, that with, with The Witcher, it, I couldn't connect the dots like that, but maybe, maybe that was just me. I don't know. Shane is always late getting his hair did all pretty. Pete was actually working. Bro, I was taking a shit. I was actually on time. <laughs> feel like taking a sh- that's that's kind of okay. Feel like that's okay. <laughs> you could just take the phone in the bathroom with you and just done the podcast. You know, just live streaming. While you're <laughs> nah, dude. Just this morning was rough. Walker. Yeah, exactly. I'll take a Bro. piss, but I'm not taking Bro, a shit you, in there. Did you, did you oh. saw what he did? Uh, he posted a picture of him like shitting using a, a squatty potty. Jesus. And oh, yeah. and and once and once he posted it on IG, he got uh, a sponsorship a sponsorship contract from Squatty Potty. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Good lord. Good lord. 
Yeah, I saw the photo. It was so dumb. Hey, man, he's rolling in the money that way. It's, it's, it always helps with business. I, I guarantee you, if I if I took a picture of me taking a shit with a squatty potty, I mean, will I get a sponsorship? Nah, maybe, maybe just a comment or two. People saying I'm gross. Norman, been pushing my tyrosine dosage lately before I work. What dosage are you taking currently, Norman? Curious, what's the highest you guys have tried and how high you think you can go? The highest I've done is probably four to five grams. I think some of the human studies have done upwards of like 10 to 15. I think I saw somewhere 12, yeah. I think I saw 12 somewhere, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, five grams you're going to be, I think that's more than enough. Yeah, to be honest with you, like, I definitely felt when I tried it on its own, I definitely uh, felt like two is better than one. Uh, But between two and three, I didn't see substantial difference whatsoever. I mean, I didn't go higher than three. So I honestly think like two to three is good. Uh, But like you said, probably at five, I don't think anything bad will happen to you. But uh, at the same time, will you see more benefits? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let's see, I'm pulling up something. On examine.com, it says, it's been noted in situations of cold stress, psychological stress, and sleep deprivation in humans, but at a relatively high dose of 150 milligrams per kilogram. So that is, let's see. Uh, let's see, 150 milligrams. Let's say you got a 180-pound male, which is what? <coughs> 81 kilos. So multiply that by 150, 12.272 grams. So yeah, I was right. Between 10 to 15 grams, you'll be, you know, that's that's well within the studied range. Do you need to go that high? I mean, we've seen evidence as low as 2,000 milligrams being effective in humans for anti-stress benefits and cognitive flexibility and things like that. So, you know, keep it two, three, four, five in that ballpark. I think that's more than or reasonable. Stuck it with something else. Yeah, some other kind of dopamine support ingredient. I mean, you could do some velvet bean. You could do teacrine. You could do some caffeine with it. Uh, I mean, theanine also has some dopaminergic properties as well. Uh, Dynamine. Zynamite is a COMT inhibitor. That could work. Any of those. (coughs) Michael Mendoza. Lord Shane on his porcelain throne. Is it gold? Is it a gold sink? I mean, you got the gold sink. Is it a gold toilet too, Shane? I tried to get the gold sink in the in the bathroom, but my wife said that was stupid. Um, so we got we got a gold tap and a gold plug. And I actually originally said a gold toilet seat would have been cool, but probably a bit too much. And then I asked if we should look into a black one, mm-hmm. and she said, "No, you're stupid. Buy a white one." <laughs> Okay. So I did throw it out there. I'm not really going to get a gold toilet seat, though. Okay. That would be very difficult to find, I would imagine. Hey, fellas. Hey, Jojo. How are you? Uh, Brooke, tried out Ninja's new nootropic gamer thing. I actually liked it. Way better than Glaxon's. Funny, because I just had a conversation about that with a friend of mine yesterday, and uh, he said exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing. And I, I, the only thing I remember, I, I replied, but I mean, again, uh, and 
I mean, looking at the labels, uh, I haven't tried either one of them, but looking at the supplement facts of the labels, I mean, why would anyone be surprised? I mean, the Ninja formula is just, you know, just so much better. It's, it's pretty obvious. But uh, from few people that tried Ninja, and I mean, they, they said the same, you know, there's, there's no comparison. Yeah, I'd like to try both of them out. I mean, Shane had some good things to say about Glaxon's uh, gamer supplement, and I mean, I trust his opinions on stuff. Um, from the supplement fact side of things, I, I don't understand some of the ingredients. Uh, I'm talking to Joey about we're lining up to do a, a late-night podcast, possibly. Uh, we can kind of do a deep dive on some of the ingredients, and uh, so he, can, he can walk me through it. I, I think, like, in comparison, just Ninja across the board is much better simpler and better formulations than, I mean, Glaxon and a lot of companies. Like, you know, the only thing that I wasn't thrilled about, remember we talked about, is the fat burner. Other than that, I mean, they're pretty, pretty consistent. Yeah. Uh, Robbie, congrats for the outstanding formula of Bare Knuckle. Thank you. How have... Uh, How's the sales for Bare Knuckle and Black Tulip been since launch? I guess how you don't have to give us specifics on sales series, but how's the reception been to the, the uh, last two releases? Black, Black Tulip, I mean, uh, Black Tulip surprised me. I, I knew that it's going to do well because, I mean, the formula is just outstanding. I mean, that's, that's just a fact. But I was a little bit nervous because, remember, I told you about the spiciness of uh, Grains of Paradise. I was nervous about it. And actually, you know, when you told me that Sandy said that she actually liked it, that kind of like calmed me down because uh, you told me that on the day of the release. So there was no like feedback from, from others. I mean, there was like very, very limited, but I, I, you know, knowing that Sandy, cause Sandy is difficult. I know like you are a little bit easier. Telling me. Yeah. She's, uh, she's definitely not easy to please in terms of like flavors and stuff. So I was actually nervous when you even mentioned her name. But once you said that Sandy actually liked it, I was like, okay, we have nothing to worry about. And, you know, a few people did mention in terms of like, you know, that it's a little spicy, but mm -hmm. uh, nobody said, oh my God, it tastes disgusting or unbearable or something like that. None of that uh, happened. But the only, com not even complained, I, I think that the only thing that few people pointed out, and I think it's a good, if it's negative, it's still good, is the, you know, excessive sweating that they sweat their balls off. But then again, on the other hand, I mean, that's, that was the intention of the product. So I think it's a one-one situation, you know, that's exactly what you would expect from a strong thermogenic and it is what it is. The sales are very, very good. I mean, uh, like I said, we were contemplating whether or not it's going to be a permanent or a limited release. I mean, and more and more, it shows that it's going to be a permanent thing because uh, it just, it, it does phenomenal. We actually had just another order to UK within a week which was pretty substantial which uh, you know made us a, a little bit worried about the inventory mm -hmm. but bare knuckle we expected that bare knuckle is gonna absolutely fucking explode and it did exactly that i mean bare knuckle sales it's only been 24 hours since the release and uh, you know today is saturday and typically we don't go to to a palm on Saturdays, both me and Carolina and Anthony, we had to go to a palm this morning at 8 a.m. because uh, we had to, you know, continue shipping. Uh, Bare Knuckle is just is doing insanely well. I mean, the formula has been perceived very, very good. And I have to admit, also after TJ's review yesterday, 
um, things just been absolutely crazy. I mean, the formula speaks for itself, of course. I think we improved, of course, on the taste because uh, nitrates taste a little bit better than Vaso 6. I mean, that's that's also a given. So we improved the flavor. Actually, the third flavor is coming out, I believe, in just a couple of weeks. I think early to mid-January, we're having a third flavor, and we actually going to work on a fourth and fifth flavor on Monday. Sweet. So that one is... Uh, you know, it, it it didn't exceed our expectations because we knew it's going to do so well. I mean, the formula is absolutely second to none when it comes to non-stem. Um, I'm actually very, very excited about the egg protein releasing next week. That's seriously exciting. I wanted to ask you, are you happy with, uh, with the usage of the nitrates in your formula? Absolutely. Without a doubt. I mean... You know, this is just the first of the nitrates and we have two more products with nitrates coming out like literally within weeks and uh, I couldn't be more happy. And like, like I said, obviously, thank you, Lucas and Shane, because, uh, you know, you played a certain part in it and, uh, you know, it couldn't be any happier. It's, it, it worked out absolutely phenomenal. Just this, even in terms of besides the pumps. Uh, the flavor, it's just easier to flavor. It tastes a lot better. Nitrates are a lot tastier than, you know, than majority of other ingredients. So that helped a lot also. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. Brooke, put Carolina's face on all the products. Sales revenue increases 300%. Minimum 300%. Uh, might be a good idea. I think it was a good touch with like not only with the top and adding her face on, on the black toilet, but also you know putting everything into this nice package, the the box that Pete did for mm. you. I think it, I, I think it was a, a it was a good touch, and from marketing standpoint, I think. Yeah, that that was just another thing that I was scared of. I was very very like again, I you know guys, I mean how I feel about Carolina and the whole team and everybody. I mean she's probably. She's definitely way more respected when it comes to a pond than I am. And, uh, but still, you know, being, you know, female on a hardcore product, I was a little bit worried about sexism and all that. And, you know, all my worries and everything like completely were unjustified because that didn't make no difference whatsoever. What do you mean by? Well, you know, I mean, uh, guys are, I'll give you an example. Uh, a friend of mine has, um, uh, a grand opening for a third store in a couple of weeks and he has he invited uh, Flex Lewis and he invited Guy Sisterino and the third person that he invited is Yarishna I mean she is very very popular as an IFBB I believe she has two maybe three million followers and stuff like that and I heard a few comments where people said like well who gives a shit she's a woman you know so Unfortunately, like uh, I think Europe and the rest of the world are a little bit more open-minded. Uh, you know, whether people will admit it or not, Americans are still, I would say, sexist. And uh, you know, there are certain things that women still, especially when it comes to hardcore, I just think that men have a little bit more of a pull, regardless how many followers a woman has. So I think, like in terms of that, I mean, obviously, I'm not one of them because, I mean, look, Carolina is on a on a container. But uh, there was a little bit of a worry, like skepticism, like, well, you know, a guy who is fucking watching Ronnie Coleman videos and stuff like that, will he purchase a container and put it in his gym bag 
and come to the gym with a container with a beautiful woman on, on, on the label and will he use that pre-workout? So like I said, I still did it, but I was a little bit worried about it. I believe Lucas, you and I had that conversation where you told me like you have nothing to worry about, but uh, it, again, it, it was a little bit of a concern, not a major one because we still did it, but it was a bit of a concern. Sridhar, great call on adding beta alanine to bare knuckle. Love the tingles during my workout. Believe it or not, I actually had one person sending me a message yesterday saying that I mean, he was very, very polite, very classy, and he goes to me, I might be the only one who will tell you this, but I actually don't like that you added beta alanine to the formula. It happens. I mean, it's... I can see see it both ways. It doesn't. Yeah. Really, it's not gonna. It's not gonna cause me to buy a pre workout, and it's not gonna prevent me from buying one either. So I don't feel that strongly about it one way or the other. But it, you know, it, it's also you know, it's it's also the case of, and you know, people get offended sometimes when I say this. You can't please everybody. You know, yeah. I when I tell somebody, you know, somebody will make a comment. Oh, can you make this product in this flavor? Or can you add this ingredient to this uh, product? Or remove this ingredient from that product? And I keep saying it again and again and again. There is not one supplement company that can please everybody. You know, everybody has different following. Everybody has different needs. Everybody has different preferences. You can't please everybody. But at the same time, I would never make a comment to a supplement owner and saying, you know what, remove this ingredient or you're better off adding this uh, flavor. Just because you like it, it doesn't mean shit, you know, this is not like going to a restaurant again, and I'm using this analogy every time. It's not like saying, I would like my steak rare, medium, or well done. You you can do it in a restaurant because they can prepare it on the spot and it can be individually made. But when companies ordering thousands and thousands and thousands of units, they cannot make a special request. You know, we just talked to my guy Anthony this morning at the gym about different flavors for, you know, for pre-workouts in general. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the flavors that came up in a conversation were watermelon and grape. They very popular flavors. People like them in general. I absolutely fucking hate them. Both of them. I just don't like the flavors. I like fresh grapes and I like watermelon. Just the flavors, I'm not a fan. You know, just like I know, for example, that uh, blue raspberry is a very popular flavor, but you, Robert, absolutely hate it. You know, but do we, make, do, do we not make a product just because you hate it, or do we make a product because majority of people do like it? I mean, after all, we are running a business. So when sure. a company has a bunch of flavors, if you don't like a certain flavor, just don't fucking purchase it. Simple as that. Agreed. Brooke, I think that sexism wasn't really a factor because she's so much more than a beautiful face. She's an athlete, businesswoman, and an all-around sweet person. There we go. I'll make sure to tell her that. Thank you, Brooke. Uh, Justin Thompson, on the topic of nitrates, is there an optimal form? I've heard sodium nitrate is the highest percentage of nitrates. <coughs> kind of depends on which way you want to skin the cat with it. So there's there's a couple of ways you can look. Before I get into like the super nerdy shit, do any of y'all have a preference on an optimal form of nitrate? Or y'all don't say anything? I mean, I I've always enjoyed the sodium potassium nitrates, but they're very rare. Like they're nowhere near as common as arginine. Yeah. Uh, what I was gonna say is, you want to get just it doesn't 
in the grand scheme of things, what you're after is the nitrate payload. So somewhere you want to get a yield of 300 to about 900 or so milligrams of active nitrates. That'll give you the enough nitrates to get the nitric oxide pathway going, blowing it going on that side. We're going to, we're going to separate it from there. So we'll take a few of the other forms. So you have citrulline nitrate, creatine nitrate, betaine nitrate, and arginine nitrate. So if you want to look at it that way, you could do betaine nitrate and stack it with some more betaine anhydrous. So you get a, a total yield of two and a half grams of betaine. Um, you could also do arginine nitrate like Robbie did in bare knuckle where you're getting that arginine to support the citrulline. So you're getting both, you're getting the nitrate for the nitrate, nitrite, nitric oxide pathway. And then you're also getting bulk L-citrulline. You're also getting some additional arginine from that arginine nitrate, which is going to actually make it through the digestive tract. And then you're going to get the nitric oxide pathway that way. So the, in the end result, you just want to get the nitrates for the, the exercise improvements of blood flow, endurance, nitric oxide, all that good stuff. But if you can spin it and tweak the formula to get some additional benefits by either increasing cellular hydration and volumization with the betaine aspect of it, you can go that way. You could do citrulline nitrate. That's more expensive. You could do arginine nitrate as well to complement it with some bulk L citrulline. You could do creatine nitrate, but its I don't really think it's really worth it that much because um, then you'd have to add a bunch more creatine monohydrate to get to that. And then am I leaving any of the others out? Yeah, I think so because I think he's just trying to find the highest percent. As far as I knew, sodium and potassium nitrate were the highest. Yeah. yeah I don't know cool. their exact amounts, but I know that the others, are, I mean, you almost always see the others in the two to three gram range, and then sodium is far lower than that which i always assumed meant the uh nitrates are obviously much higher yeah. but again i i don't recall seeing the exact percentage written down anywhere for the for the sodium and potassium nitrate i know the betaine and beta alanine and citrulline they're out there and you can figure them out yeah i used to have the uh joey had uh sent over a table one time of all the nitrate percentages and i i used to have them i don't I don't know where it is. I'm trying to look it up on my hard drive right now. I, I think you actually sent it to us once. I think I did too. Yeah, yeah. He he has sent it to me a couple of times and I can't find the damn thing. I'm right pretty now. sure that sodium was the highest. I'm almost ninety nine percent certain. Yeah. yeah, I just don't I just it's because I don't see it that often. Well at least compared to the others. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I had shared a while back. All right, anyway, yeah. So, yeah, just make sure you're getting enough percentage of the nitrates. And if you have a specific form that you're looking at, Justin, let me know, and I'll do my best to dig up the uh, percentage and give you a, an end result of that particular form of nitrate that you're looking at. Jojo, the marketing if the marketing of Alani knew. Yes, no. Maybe so. I have no idea. I can no, see Alana knew. Was the question? But I, I don't. Yeah, the marketing. Maybe is, he is uh, praising the marketing, or I'm questioning not, the marketing. I'm not sure. Give us a little bit of a clarity, Jojo. Oh, there might actually be a brand out there called Am Lani New. We're just be. completely out of it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, if it's not on Stack 3D, it doesn't really count then. So it means we just haven't heard of it. Brooke, oh yeah. 
I let a coworker try Hooligan for a pre-workout. He loved it. He had always used steel and said the latter could not compare to the energy and focus of Hooligan. Thank you, bro. Really appreciate it. Um, hopefully, the new Hooligan is going to live up to the same standard. I'm pretty sure, actually, it will. But thank you very much. Really appreciate this. And if your friend is looking to purchase his own tub of Hooligan, <laughs> he can get a big hot discount with code final scoop say 15 percent on all apollo nutrition products you know since we started this podcast i love this word so much <laughs> uh, you know what i actually love when you say fat bastard i think you actually killed mike myers because you make it sound so much better you mean chubby little bastard chubby little bastard that's like that should be trademarked yeah it should be <laughs> You know what we should do? We should do a flavor of one of the Apollon's product and call it Chubby, Chubby Little Bastard. You know, don't tell me because I'll do it and you know I will. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, the only question is like, what the fuck would it taste like? It has to taste like something Polish. Fatness. Pure fatness. <laughs> <laughs> like bacon? Bacon flavor? There will be, there will be inclusions the crust of the bread inside. <laughs> I, I, I know where you're going with this. Shut up. <laughs> I'm truly baffled. I'm truly baffled. All right. Hold on. I think I finally found the... Uh... You're still looking for it? Yeah. I'm I remember thinking. you sending it like months ago, but you definitely sent it to us. Yeah, I know I did. Uh, all right. Here we go. Wait, where the fuck did it go? Come back. Here we go. Okay. Uh, sodium nitrate is 73% nitrate by yield. So in a gram of sodium nitrate, you get 730 milligrams of nit active nitrate. So you really only need about one gram of sodium nitrate. Potassium nitrate is 61%. So you'd get 613 milligrams of nitrate per 1000 milligrams of potassium nitrate after that you got glycine here i can just share my screen okay, say, i thought the others were much lower than that but yeah they are share your screen <laughs> here we go Oop. close right. the close the porn tabs yeah close the porn all right let's get that out of the way okay all right so there's sodium no nitrate open, there's no open window Pen penny pump close huh? it out <laughs> there's a what? I got my three tabs right there. I got my YouTube. I got the WhatsApp with our group message. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. It's just... I'm just joking, man. He must have. He must have closed them, Lucas. Yeah. Fucking retarded. <laughs> beta alanine nitrate. Yeah, these are all like so. Arginine nitrate is 26. Oh, so beta alanine nitrate. nitrate is quite high. So that's why you need a lot of arginine. That's why there's 3,000 milligrams of arginine nitrate in there because that gets us up into what is that? 262. So we're like. 700 yeah 786 yeah it's right in that sweet spot like we were talking about uh what else we got glutamine nitrate ornithine leucine nitrate creatine nitrates 32 percent and those are the most common ones you're going to see some of the european brands can get their hands on sodium nitrate i don't really see much sodium nitrate here stateside though and potassium nitrate i force used to sell that that was a high-tech brand i don't know if they're still doing it or not I remember I first was selling a potassium. Yeah. Oil. I still got some of those caps oh. in my pantry. Bro, what was it called that again? One, that one was a fucking beast. Yep. 
What was it called? The product of I Force. The brand was I Force. No, the product, the name. The product oh, it was just called Kno3. No, it was a name. It was a very popular uh, name. No, you're thinking of Hemoval. Hemoval. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, but that didn't. I don't think the nitrates were in that. Uh, they just Hemoval, sold this separate. No, Hemoval didn't didn't have they didn't have nitrates. Yeah. It was this one. Yeah. But that's not what. Yeah, I thought Hemoval was without was without nitrates. It wasn't Agmatin, I think. Is iForce still around? I don't think so. Yeah, Agmatin, citrulline, glycerol. Well, they got bought by uh, iTech, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they were still doing stuff for a while. After that, I don't know what happened to the brand. I remember back in the days when uh, Jose Raymond and uh, Dusty Henshaw were uh, sponsored by them. Good old, good times. I thought for sure they had it in there. Maybe one of like the first versions of it. The first version, yeah. See, so check Predator Nutrition site. Hmm. Oh, they will have the the first version, the newest version. They don't have yeah. the old one. Yeah, is Not it still here. available? Does, can you still buy it? Uh, I'd on their it. site, no, you, you can. can, yeah. Yeah. But is it on iForceNutrition.com is the question. Good to see them still going. I, I haven't heard anything from, from iForce for like... No. Are they still around? Shit. Like a few years. Their website's oh, not man, even Their website's up. not coming up first. <laughs> I mean, you can find it on... There you go. Hi-tech. On Hitech site. Yeah. Their protein actually didn't taste bad. They had a brown sugar cookie, oatmeal cookie that was good. I don't remember going through that. Uh, I love uh, I first back in the days. Yeah. Coming soon. Potassium nitrate. Sold out right now. It says coming soon. Is it actually coming soon or not? But you know what's really loaded with uh, nitrates? The Muscle Beach from pre-workout. This one is a beast. Oh, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Bro, um, muscle I'm, Beach and Naughty Boy are the only two that use five grams of uh, yeah, I'm on like, nitrate. Yeah. I think third or fourth serving of the Muscle Beach, man. Every, yeah, workout, is, every workout is just insane. Five, which, what, what were they using, Shane? Oh, they use it. It's like a five gram combination. So they don't have like, um, it's like beta alanine nitrate. Yeah. Uh, is it citrulline nitrate? Naughty boy? And they, no, the Muscle Beach. Muscle Beach? Muscle, they have three in there. I can't remember exactly which ones they are. And then they combine for like five grams i found the product you were thinking of shane the hemovo 2 max from i force yeah, had yeah. the nitrates in it and i oh, did yeah, yeah, there you go. yeah right there that's though. the one i remember but it doesn't this one says 57 percent nitrate but the table i got from joey has had 61 percent and i'm more inclined to believe this maybe it's um, rounded down could be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah 
Yeah, because Naughty okay. Boy uses a combined five grams of active nitrates too. Well, sorry, nitrate Muscle ingredients. Muscle Beach uses proline nitrate, beta yeah, that's nitrate, it. citrulline nitrate, and beta nitrate. Oh, they got four in there. Yeah, the proline one was the was the one that I was like. Proline is one gram, betaine is one gram, <coughs> nitrate is two grams, and beta alanine is one gram. You might have to you might have to hunt. Oh, there you go. There's the. Uh, you probably have to hunt for the label on this one because uh, it was a while before they revealed it. Mm. Yeah, four different nitrate ingredients. Yeah. The flavor is good. There you go. Okay, yeah. so 2,000 milligrams of citrulline nitrate. Thousand milligrams beta alanine proline, proline even on here. No. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so we got four ten. And citrulline. How is citrulline on here? Not on here. Okay, never mind. Oh yeah. You're, 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 you're getting a, shit, a ton of nitrates either way. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <clears throat> 410. is another 346. So right there, you're at 756 with just those two alone. Yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. That I wonder if it would make a few people go hypo. But I would wonder. But then, see, that's the interesting uh, thing is um, that comment said, what well, you know, because obviously pot potassium and sodium are, are a little more um, uh, higher percentage. Mm -hmm. Why don't you see them as often? I have, I'm I'm assuming I don't actually know, but is is like uh, obviously the prices don't work out to be exactly like double are they? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that might be a reason why. Interesting. Because I know that uh, Purist Labs uses the um, the uh, is it sodium for their um, shit? What is it? Oxygen. Oxygen. Let me pull that I don't out. know if they. I'm pretty sure they did use it at some point, or maybe they've changed. I know they have a nitrate in there, and that one was one of the big ones that got a lot of attention originally. You talking about the old formula of oxygen or the newest one? The it's capsules. Got a blend. Capsules. Yeah. Seven hundred. Oh yeah, there you go. Milligrams <laughs> of combined. Is that even enough to do anything? I don't know if this is because the capsules were the first, were they not? Yeah. I know they changed it at some point. I don't know what the original looked like. I thought it was only sodium nitrate to start. Liquid capsules? 500 milligrams oh, of sodium nitrate. <clears throat> yeah. So you pop, you know, four of those capsules or five or six of those, you'll be, you'll be a good time. Cool. All right. All right. Devin, for some reason, this week's group of people is a little less beautiful. I can't figure out why. Because Shane didn't do his hair properly this time. That's why. No, no, no. Read, read the next comment. Yeah. Simon says Shane is very beautiful. So it's not me. <laughs> Justin, if that's the case, why is sodium and potassium <clears throat> less frequently used? Because 
I, was it thermal life? Thermal life doesn't own the patent on potassium nitrate. I think you'd have to license that through high tech, maybe. And then all of the other ones, I believe thermal life has. But I'm not sure I, about I, sodium. I, I, I gonna, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. I would have thought. I thought they had the patent on all of the nitrates. Yeah, me too. I think it's just the amino bound nitrates. I thought. No. That's why you no, always see arginine, think... betaine, beta alanine. Uh, I think no. it's a price thing. I imagine that, like, if you buy beta citrulline nitrate, and like, obviously, it's got twice as many nitrates in sodium nitrate. I don't think it works out to be twice the price. Maybe it's like a like a purity thing. The price doesn't work out exactly. Yeah, and I think mo creatine nitrate, citrulline nitrate, would probably be more recognizable to most people. Whereas if you put in potassium nitrate and sodium nitrate, it might be like that's better for you, but some people might just be like, oh, you know, sexually nitrate just sounds better, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I've never actually asked them that. I don't know. I assume it, the price is, I just assumed the price was more than, like, it, for the nitrates you get, it probably works out better for the other ones. I don't know. They do sell bulk powder of potassium nitrate on Amazon, though. <clears throat> I will say that. Oh, really? They do. At least here in the States. Sridhar, I noticed way more tingles with the <coughs> 3.2-gram beta-alanine in certain pre-workouts. Is it just the quality of beta-alanine used, or did my scooper just pick up more of the beta-alanine? Um, actually, this, this came up uh, about a week ago in two cases. Uh, number one, one um, my, my manufacturer said that um, beta-alanine that was sent to him at one point a couple of months ago, the when they tested it, uh, it fell by about... If I'm not mistaken, over 60%. So the quality, the purity was like slightly over 30%. So it was basically garbage. So uh, thankfully, we, my manufacturer does test everything. Unfortunately, not everybody does test. So yes, purity is a huge, huge issue in the industry. But besides that, uh, I had this discussion with TJ. So if you take, for example, Black Tulip has 3.2 milligram of uh, 3.2 gram of uh, beta alanine, same as uh, bare knuckle. So uh, Black Tulip, the beta alanine is not as, by the way, same manufacturer. You won't feel the same way as you will feel with uh, bare knuckle. So uh, in theory, I think that the reason for that is I think that uh, all the focus ingredients, the nootropics and uh, the energy ingredients, all the stimulants, I think they're a little bit overpowering and kind of like taking away from that feeling of beta alanine. And again, this is not something that is proven. It just I think theoretically that's what it is and it would make sense. And of course, black tulip also has strong thermogenics. I mean, paradoxin at 200 milligram, you will feel something a little bit more than just tangles. But with beta alanine, the 3.2 gram, I definitely felt, and uh, same TJ actually said it in his review, that it felt a lot stronger. And I think the reason is because there are no stimulants. There is nothing to actually interfere with those tangles. Uh, so, I mean, Robert probably will have a better answer, but I think that would make sense. Yeah, I mean, I I would say that the first issue, like you raised, Robbie, is that the manufacturing, <coughs> like the quality of it, certainly has an impact on it. Because I know Mark has said this before when we've talked at Nutribio, like he's checked just other ingredients like creatine. He bought a tub of creatine once and it came back like 
65% creatine when it should have been, you know, creatine monohydrate is supposed to be, you know, 99.999% creatine. Um, so you, that's why you have to, if you are a contract manufacturer, if you're running your own manufacturing facility, you've got to test these ingredients because you could be buying something that says it's 100% beta alanine and then you test it and it's 65% like Robbie was just saying. So I think that's going to be it. If you have strong stems and potent nootropics or strong thermogenics, I think that could cover up the beta alanine. I, I don't have much of a scientific explanation. It could be that it's just your, your body's on sensory overload at that point. You just can't, you can't one from the other, just the other two are that much more powerful than the tingles. But, but or the first one, to it. yeah, but, but the first one would make the most sense. You know, the purity thing yeah. is that, uh, um, what many don't realize, you know, uh, and this is where, you know, labels are just labels definitely stands correct is because a lot of manufacturers are, either shady or greedy or, you know, just cheap, and they buy inferior ingredients that are not tested, which is, I would say, a case probably with majority of brands. I mean, that's just, you know, there is no way of finding out. That's why certificate of analysis and testing the products uh, are extremely important or third-party testing. Something has to, to take place um, because a uh, perfect example, actually, if you think about it, the supplement industry is not really... <clears throat> regulated to the extent that it should be in terms of like checking on them and making sure everything is passing the quality control etc etc because i mean they can cut the supplements same way as people that sell cocaine i mean it's exactly the same practice there is no difference trying to save money and of course it happens in a you know underground steroid uh market as well um, I, I actually just went to get uh, my blood work and, uh, you know, I, I met with my doctor on Friday mm -hmm. and I'm on TRT. I'm taking 200 milligrams of testosterone per week. So the reading of my testosterone was as expected to reflect the 200 milligram that I'm taking. And the doctor was telling me that he had somebody who did blood work and the guy admitted to him that he was taking testosterone now uh underground so it wasn't you know prescribed by a physician it was actually black market uh, testosterone the guy was taking about 750 i think milligram per week which is obviously not trt this is more like a bodybuilding juicing kind of protocol yeah so it's a cycle yeah so uh average typically that you will see your reading on testosterone if you're taking 200 uh, more or less, you multiply it by seven, so your reading will be above a thousand typically. So you will land probably anywhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred. Mm -hmm. um, ideally, probably fourteen hundred is going to be your reading, more or less. But again, it can vary. Uh, now the guy took seven hundred and fifty. So if my reading was uh, over a thousand at two hundred milligram, at seven fifty, his reading should be fucking three, four thousand easily when he went uh, but he came to see a doctor and he did blood work and he said his sex life uh, sex, uh, sex drive is low he's constantly tired he doesn't feel good he's sleepy i mean pure indication of a low test levels but and again how can it be if somebody's taking 750 milligram per week i mean you should be a fucking ninja you should be a rambo uh when they when they tested him his level showed below 200 milligram which means that the testosterone that he was taking was fake. I mean, it contained pretty much no testosterone because he was extremely low. So the same thing, supplement industry is no different. Uh, 
if something doesn't feel a certain way, um, it's very highly possible that it's underdosed, just like drugs, just like steroids, just like anything, and it's not tested, and you got something from China or whatever that is severely underdosed, and maybe in some cases doesn't uh, contain any of the active ingredients. That is also highly possible. Yeah, good point. Wow. Jojo. Missed a message before that one. It didn't pop through on our end for some reason, Jojo, which will remind me to uh, tell everybody else. Uh, if it seems like we're not answering your questions, guys, trust me, we, we're not avoiding anything. Just sometimes YouTube gets stupid and doesn't post up your comments if it's too long or contains certain trigger words that the, the lords of the YouTube don't think that is safe for other people to see for some reason. Although, we, you know, it's free speech, whatever. You know. That's not true. We are avoiding you. Because you're not paying us. <laughs> I was adding to the comment about people being sexist because I know men that won't buy Alani New because of the marketing. I think that's a different thing. Like Alani New specifically, or at least from what I gather, it like it positions itself as a as a female brand, does it not? Like it doesn't market to everyone. Is it isn't it mostly a chick brand? I think originally yes, but I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Shane. What's that? Alani News Marketing, isn't it? See, Alani News typically just structured itself as a female oh. brand, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't uh, think it's sexist like a guy saying, I'm not going to buy Alani News because it's, it's not marketed towards guys. Where I think like a run-of-the-mill brand, like you, not a run-of-the-mill brand, but like Optimum Nutrition, it doesn't go towards guys or girls. So in that case... Yeah, like, I don't necessarily it's, think it's sexist if you don't... like. Yesterday we went shopping and my wife's like, "Oh, you should come into the store. They got like we can get matching pajamas for Christmas." And I was like, "Yeah, that would be cool." And I looked at the store and ninety-five percent of them were women, and yeah. the, everything on the shelf was potential looked looked like women's clothing. Yeah, and I said, "That fucking going on there?" And she's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "It's all women's stuff." And she said, "No, there's some men's stuff." And she like points to the back corner. I was like, "No, oh, what the hell's wrong with you? Don't, I no, I, just, I don't belong there. All good." Moving on. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I was sexist for doing that. It just didn't yeah. appeal to me. It just didn't right. feel like it was geared towards me. So I didn't want to go in there. She went in yeah. there, came back out, whatever. But I feel like if like someone saying, oh, it's a woman's brand isn't necessarily sexist. Maybe they just don't feel it's, it's their way of saying it doesn't communicate with them. Yeah. Sounds a bit sexist when you say, oh, it's a woman's brand. But he's really probably just trying to say doesn't bring him in no different from a woman being like oh yeah take animal pack she, I mean, that's, as, that's gonna push a woman out further away than any brand because it's just yeah. i mean you'll, you'll get some but a woman might make the same comment she's like oh that's a bodybuilder's brand or a man's brand or whatever and it, she's not really yeah. just doesn't resonate with her yeah but i know alani news got a much bigger audience now like mm -hmm. I imagine it's very broad, um, being in GNC and everything, and the energy drinks. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think they've come a long way since they started. Agreed. Sridhar, I just don't get a lot of new pre-workout because I think I am extra sensitive to L-theanine. <clears throat> I just start yawning before my workout with any pre that has it. Agreed. Yeah, but this is a, a, an issue we've beat down many, many times. Uh <laughs> We're not huge fans of theanine and pre-workouts overall. But, 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 you know, in all honesty, it's not all. I mean, of course, again, Robert is right. We, we talked about this so many times, but it's not only Alani New. I mean, this is pretty much everyone. So it's not specifically that, you know, only this brand. 
First of all, thoughts on Beast Cookie Company. I've never heard of them. The cookies have 180 milligrams caffeine, but they do not have pump ingredients or creatine. Probably because that would taste like shit in the cookie. But let me see. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. If 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 the if the idea is that I would have the cookie before my workout to get some pumps and stuff, that does not sound good to me. Yeah. I mean, I already have to take a shit after I have stems. Imagine if I throw down cookie and stems. Um, Beast Energy this, Cookie. I mean, it sounds cool. I like See, this it. is like one of those. I don't, like, this is just one of those dumb functional foods. Like, they had caffeinated peanut butter. Hey, 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 hey. We just discussed. It may like not that. be for you, Robert. It may I know, not be for you. No, that's what I'm saying. This is dumb. This is. I think this is dumb. It's Someone dumb. wakes up. You you forget that it's dumb. Many people don't go to the gym. Like a lot of people, if not everyone. <laughs> so if they wake up and they want a protein cookie and some caffeine, have at it, bro. Just, you know what? I mean, I can see, I can see Robert's point. Uh, I can see Shane's point too. Because on one hand, and this is Shane's point. I mean, everybody is different, and you know, at the end of the day, uh, anyone can pick whatever the fuck they want. If they want a fucking cookie before the workout, who are we, who are we to tell them otherwise? So I can totally see that point, you know, here. Uh, on the other hand, uh, and this is probably like old school, old fashioned. I can see Robert's point because everything is done for convenience, and uh, you know, and current market, and you know how everything is today, and. I mean, what are we doing again? I mean, cookie for energy, cookie before the workout. I mean, we definitely going fucking backwards. You know, I just saw an interview with a Russian singer where he said, like, you know, uh, music from the 50s and 60s and 70s, people still listen to that shit. Like, there are hits that will never go away. You know, Elvis Presley was very long time ago. John Bon Jovi was a little bit more recent, but still, I mean, 20, 30 years. And those songs are still classics. Today, you get a hit, and the hit is like for literally, if, if it's a month, that's a long time. You know, it's just like completely everything has changed. And this particular singer is still very popular in Russia, but he's been popular for the past 20 or 30 years. And he fucking has stadiums People are coming, watching his shows, and he sings the same songs that he's been singing for the past 10, 20 years. People still listen. Same as Bon Jovi, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's exactly the same. And he's been accused a few times, like, why the fuck are you singing the same shit? Where is new material? And he goes, I only understand your point. But the fact that I have hits for the past 20 years, you know, that just shows... How, you know, the teenagers that were listening to my songs when they were 15, 16, today they, some of them are mothers or even grandmothers, and they still go to my concerts and they still uh, listen to my songs. So, you know, that old school mentality, it changed so much. If we can, I mean, I'm, you know, Juan Morel was with, with Apollo Nutrition for about two years, and he's very successful. His cookie business is absolutely amazing he he's killing and i mean he's a millionaire he's doing great and i'm happy for him um the cookie is not you know sometimes people are asking is that a protein cookie no it's not it has tons of sugar like 50 to 100 i know grams of sugar or, or more it's a thousand calorie cookie but yet when i see it as a title sponsor of a bodybuilding show i mean clearly he can afford it again good for him you know, when, when I see athletes posting, like, look, I have two, three cookies a day, again, 
I, I, who the fuck am I to tell him not to do it? I, I can't. I mean, I don't have that authority. I don't have that, that weight pull, and it's none of my business, to be honest. But still, there is part of me that goes, really? Like, this is where we got to? We're advertising cookies pre-workout. We're yeah. pushing that. And again, I mean, I can't say it enough. Everybody should run their business the way they want. But, but I mean, there should be at least a moral responsibility. And again, I'm being naive, and I said it in text messages between us guys. Almost sometimes I am a little bit naive, and I would like to see it the right way. But it's the same thing as like, you know, to get in shape, you need to fucking work out. You need to bust your ass. You don't have to look for the easiest way out. You know, there are fucking fitness centers today with pillows to make sure that you're comfortable when you're doing bench pressing. I mean, it's it's absolutely ridiculous to how far we didn't evolve, but actually went backwards. And there is a reason. Physiques are different from 20 years ago. Look at the fighters. The fighters are different. The boxing, you know, Mike Tyson 20, 30 years ago, Muhammad Ali, all those guys were just better athletes. And they didn't have the fancy equipment. They didn't have the fancy cookies. They didn't have none of that. It was fucking raw eggs running for 10, 20 miles a day, you know, that hardcore trading, and there is no substitute for that. Yeah, we're looking for convenience. Oh, let me have, you know, when I hear people asking, oh, how does this pre-workout taste? Who gives a flying fuck? It's a pre-workout. You're going out on the weekends and you're drinking vodka and whatnot. I mean, really, does it taste better? Because, I mean, it doesn't. you drinking it for a certain purpose because you want to get drunk you want to have a good time you want to party so when i see this i mean good for them hopefully they're making shit lot of money and they successful business but i mean energy cookie just will never sit well with me personally yeah it's it's a dog shit macro blend because who's just gonna eat half of this cookie and get 90 milligrams of caffeine nobody is so you're getting 400 calories 52 grams of carbohydrates and 10 grams of protein 16 grams of fat and it says superior quality protein. The only First. protein sources on here are pea protein and rice protein. Pea protein, decent. Rice protein is deficient in lysine and leucine. So, but maybe know. he's saying superior compared to like sugar. Because yeah. I mean, it is superior compared right. to healthy. Yeah, yeah that valid point. You know, shit yeah, can be su- just shit can be superior to other shit. This is I'm dog 100%. shit. I'll be 100% honest. I'm, I'm here with, with Robert. Go have a protein shake and although drink a monster. I, although I, I don't think I don't think this this should be on the market because this is this is pushing to to completely different direction. It's exactly. Like, uh, exactly. They're trying, they're trying to innovate the the industry while they're like you know just just doing harm to the industry and the functional foods. Yeah. If if someone if someone wants to wants to do like a product that is like functional, make it functional and not like you know, and the macros are horrendous. You know, it's I mean, it's like, as bad as Lenny and Larry's was too. Lenny yeah, it's like ten, 10 grams, like what ten grams of protein per cook per entire cookie. Yeah. But the carbs are like almost fifty six. Fifty six in this cookie. Shane wouldn't even touch it with, with his with his finger. So not even after leg day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but the thing is, 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 for me, it's like I I I wouldn't have I wouldn't I wouldn't eat it. 
it doesn't seem like it would be something fitting for me. Neither is Lenny and Larry's. But Lenny and Larry's sold a fuckload more cookies than probably 90% of the protein yeah. cookie brands out there. So whether you right. like it or not, it people wanted that cookie. They're also yeah, you can you can say that like you can say that like oh I wanted something you should probably want something lower in sugar you should probably want something lower in calories, but then people to you would say, no I like how it tasted, and they don't mind the extra calories. So every time there's so, there's a product that like doesn't appeal to us, it would probably appeal to tens of thousands, and most people would look at us and think, why would you waste three hundred dollars a month on supplements? Like I've had people say that to me many a times in my family. They say it's just a waste of money, and I'm like, okay, you're not going to be able to argue that. Yeah, it's our lifestyle, though. But to them, it's stupid as shit. Just as much as this might seem a bit odd to us, but I yeah, wouldn't but say that their audience, like they have fifteen thousand followers on Instagram. That's not a that's that that's no small amount. Correct. That shows that they were. They've, there must be enough people out there, and with the world and what seven billion people, you don't even need like a fraction of a percentage. You need like a minuscule percent, and you've got something that people would want. Like Robert said, if he can make something that at least one person likes, then he succeeded. Oh, hundred percent. Probably be of the same mindset. One hundred percent. I think, like I said, that uh, this is where the not even the problem, but this is. I mean, Shane, Shane is on point. Because there are two aspects. There are the healthy aspect and there is a business aspect. From a business perspective, this is, uh, I mean, I might as well go and say this is very smart and genius and whatnot. It doesn't really matter because, you know, I'm pretty sure that they're making money. And then you have, say, for example, a pollen gym, like Shane's going to be here in a few months. When he's going to be at a pollen gym, he's going to see it's not packed. Robert saw it. It's not packed. It's probably the best gym in the area, one of the best in the state, actually one of the top 10 in the country, but it's not going to be packed. Why? Because the majority of people are going to places like Planet Fitness. Uh, they're paying $10 a month, which is way cheaper than a pound. They're going over there. I mean, the equipment, not me, I'm not going to say anything bad. I mean, I'm thinking it, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, the equipment is nowhere near the same. Uh, the trainers are nowhere near the same. The knowledge is nowhere near the same. And yet, obviously, they're making a lot more money. You get a free pizza. You, you get a free pizza, correct. So, But the thing is, is that these people, majority of those people that go to Planet Fitness, they want to be fit. They actually want to be healthy. The problem is, is that the knowledge is not there. They're looking for more for convenience. But I'm pretty sure if they talk to somebody who can actually educate them, and show them the ropes and explain to them certain things that they just don't know. You know, like, for example, like Robert said, rice protein. I mean, it's crap. I mean, it's, it's nothing. But all they see is they don't see rice. They see protein. And they think that it's good. Look, look, this contains protein. They don't know the difference between concentrate, isolate, beef protein, rice protein, pea protein. They don't know. They see the word protein. So uh, automatically, it's good. And I think that this is what the problem is, is that... You know, the whole point behind even this podcast, we're trying to educate people and we're trying to help people. If we can help, like Shane said, you know, if it can help 1%, well, I believe if we can help 1% of people change the way they do things or the products that they take, you know, I mean, I just fucking released Bare Knuckle. It's costing me insane amount of money to put up a good product on a market. I can go a lot cheaper 
put a couple of cool characters on my on my label, pay somebody to promote it and say that this is the greatest shit on the market, and perhaps maybe even sell more and make more profit. You know, I take a pride in the fact that we're doing it the right way. And I think that this, uh, this should be glorified. This should be pushed. Uh, and I think that, you know, then less people than majority of Americans, what, 50, 60% obesity in the country? I mean, we could definitely improve. But no, people are looking for these cookies. Uh, case in point, Mark Lobliner. I'm impressed with him as a businessman. There is a difference between businessman and an athlete. He just got his pro card. Good for him. Well-deserved. He did look good. But Mark Lobliner, who makes the outright bars, you want to tell me that Mark Lobliner, who fucking posts, you know, front double bicep or what a great boxer he is, but at the bottom he's putting uh, outright bars, just came up with raspberry peanut butter or whatever the fuck it is, do you really think he was eating those bars that have the word protein and probably the word healthy and beneficial and macros and whatever the fuck it has on it? Do you really think he used it to prep for the show? I mean, he was not touching those bars. He was definitely not touching those bars. And if he was having them, then he was taking something else to make sure that it's dealt with, so to speak. So you don't know the whole truth behind it. I mean, we do. We know that uh, Mark Lobliner, the businessman, was selling outright bars to a fat fuck somewhere, telling him that if he's going to eat it because it's loaded with protein, the guy's going to lose weight. And then you have somebody going to Planet Fitness where the weights go only up to 50, 60 pounds. There is a shitload of treadmills where he's walking super, super, super slow. And in one hand, he's holding outright bars. And on the way out of the uh, Planet Fitness, he's going to grab a slice of pizza. And... The guy did what Mark Lobliner said. He went to the gym, just like Mark Lobliner. He didn't use the same weights. He didn't train with the same intensity. He didn't use the same supplements. And he definitely, definitely used Mark Lobliner's protein bar that Mark Lobliner did not use, I assure you, to win a pro card, which he obviously deserved. So, you know, maybe he's making money, and I'm not even going to call it dishonest because, I mean, what's dishonest about it? Business typically has its uh, ways of marketing that are not exactly 100% kosher. But what I'm saying is, is that, yes, there are more people who are going to buy these cookies than they're going to buy, uh, you know, good, clean and fairly expensive protein. Why? Because it tastes probably better. It's definitely cheaper. It's definitely more pleasant, and it brings them closer to the cookie that got them fat in the first place. Agreed. Agreed. Kind of the same as KFC as a body expo sponsor. Yeah. Agreed. Dynamite sponsor. Brooke, I had to explain how Lenny and Larry's cookie was not actually going to help with their diet. Dangerous advertising to market it as healthy. Yeah. And that, that speaks to the stuff like everything that's marketed as either like vegan keto friendly carnivore friendly paleo just because it, it has these these buzzwords or it says you know high protein doesn't mean it's actually going to help you do jack shit i think lynn and larry same with quest as well i feel like they've reached beyond like us mm -hmm. oh yeah like people i'm talking people who don't like there's no way quest what sold for a billion dollars <coughs> like people who don't go to the gym people who don't care about protein that's yeah. who they're hitting Lenny and Larry's is hitting people that 
don't give a shit about losing weight or care that correct okay i guess they're probably not touching the gym no. I, I can't see functional brands selling as many as like those guys did and only selling them to people like us who are trying to get like 10 percent body fat or whatever right i have to imagine and when you got like grenade as well grenade at like airports mm-hmm. quested airports like that's a whole nother level that's yeah. it's kind of like energy drinks when people because most people use those and they don't go to the gym like they're just taking it because they are i want to i want some energy it's yeah. uh so we uh we got an offer legendary cookies and these are the the best sellers as far as mm-hmm. the, you know the cookies in in europe and i think even outside europe these are the best so basically once we get the stock and it's even on the boat it's already sold out so w- once it arrives to, to once it arrives to, to to the port it's already gone yeah. the, the the pre-orders are so high that we we can't we can't like you know keep the stock you know that's how that's how that's how fast it, sell, it sells so i will give you like a, a quick perspective let's say we we order i don't know 20 pallets mm-hmm. of cookies in one go right so in like one week they're already sold out and i remember like my uh one of my Czech clients, he always like he's always complaining. He was like, "Why do you why you you can't order more?" <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, yeah. "Bro, we are doing our best, but the you know we always like you know we we have to like check with the manufacturing how how long does it take you know them to to produce the cookies and so on you know right. the exact same situation is with like with Mars bars." Yeah. We always want to order more, but we can't, you know? There's always issues with the manufacturing and so on. So, yeah, I can I can understand your standpoints, guys. And and as far as, like, you know, uh, as, as far as what you, what you mentioned about the crowd, you know, that is purchasing these products. Yeah, that, that, that is true, you know? Like, the, you know, the gym rats, like, they don't care that much, you know? But I remember when at the expos, you know, the regular people were like, you know, coming to the booth and they were like, you know, buying tons of these cookies. Mm-hmm. And I was like asking them question, why do you like these? <laughs> and like, the, you know, why you don't buy the regular cookies? Yeah. The macros are pretty much exactly similar, you know, or like these are just have a bit more protein than, than the other ones. And they're mm-hmm. like, because I like them, you know, I like the texture, I, I like the profile, mm-hmm. I like the, the taste. I'm like, yeah. It's like people in quest bars. Like, I remember quest bars was good back in the day, but you've got much better like options nowadays. But people still love those. Yeah. And I just don't. I can't understand. I was like, like even Quest has made better bars since then. Yeah. But they still go back to that original. Yeah. I'm like, I also think there's an audience who buys the Lenny and Larrys who is educated. But knows completely what they're getting and buy it anyway. <laughs> yeah. I also Happy noticed in Europe that, sorry, that in Europe the protein sources aren't as important. Like I see a lot of European brands using like collagen. Mm-hmm. Um, like they don't use like whey isolate. Like in US it's always whey isolate, milk isolate. Yeah. Or in Europe they're just like, eh, 
And I'm like, Let's I love that. Concentrate. Yeah. Milk, <laughs> yeah. Soy. Milk, milk protein. Cottage cheese. Let's add some rat on top of that. Cricket protein. Yeah, yeah man. And I, I remember, because so, I remember seeing in a comment, someone said, why would you buy this? I can't remember what brand. They said, why would you buy this? It's got, uh, I think it was soy and collagen. And it was one of my favorite bars. And someone from Europe says, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really like, up, like, in the whole grand, co- you know, uh, context of a whole day, if you have one protein bar that is made of soy and collagen and it's giving you 15 to 20 grams, but you're still getting 100 and something other grams yeah, from beef, yeah, yeah. Chicken, eggs, it doesn't matter. You still get there's um, there's still quality amino acids. The problem is if you're only consuming soy, if you're only consuming rice I mean, protein, if you're that's doing where what? the issue is. Yeah. Ten bars a day, right? Yeah, then you got some issues. You got some. You got you got, you got toilet paper budget to worry about more than. <laughs> oh yeah, man. <laughs> Happy Festivus to you too, Sean. We're going to be doing our feats of strength shortly after the podcast. Speaking of which, next Saturday, are we all good for podcast I- for Christmas? Are you serious? I I thought you. I'm pretty sure you guys were not doing it on, on. It's Christmas, and I mean to be fair, it's going to be Boxing Day for me, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> and no, I mean it's like well, Robbie was saying most people get together on Christmas Eve. We're staying home. We're staying here in Austin for Christmas. We're not going to New Orleans, so I'm game. So one o'clock, you know, we we'll do church and presents and all that stuff in the morning, and uh, you know, hang out here afterwards. That's we're not doing anything else really. It's gonna be uh, first day of Christmas for me, so I'm game. Okay. Well, Robbie, what about you? Um, I have to be at the gym in the morning, uh, but I mean, again, it's two p.m. Um, you know, usually everything that is happening around a Christmas is it's either in the evening, Christmas Eve, or early in the morning on on Christmas Day, in the afternoon. I mean, the only one who is actually has to wake up early in the morning, Christmas, is you. Me? No, I mean Shane. Oh, but then again, Shane is. No, it's, it's a day. Yeah, it's. Day. Day. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah, so but I'm, the only day I take off each year is Christmas Day. I work every other day. And so, and since Christmas Day is not actually for me, technically it's Boxing Day, I get two days off. I mean. So, so for you, it's, it's still, it's not the 25th, it's the 26th, right? Yeah, I know, but I don't want to do anything for two days. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's okay. Look, we got. Well, listen, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not like it's not like you're doing anything. You're just sitting there and looking pretty with a nice haircut. You know so, I'll, I'll get a, I'll get a cardboard cutout and, <laughs> I'll, and I'll, I'll put it in front of my chair. We'll say we'll, we'll put it this way. We'll have an episode next week. Whoever can make it for however long, we'll do it. We'll do it that way. Yeah, you know, we'll agree to that. Unless something else comes up and we we bail, but we'll, if it was we'll Christmas Day, it would be a definite no. But oh well, yeah, yeah. All right, maybe well, then. box it out. I don't know. I'll fill in for the Lordship. Okay, so at at worst, we'll have Sean from Sub Talk Radio. <laughs> at at best, we'll have Shade and Sean. <laughs> <laughs> if Robbie doesn't win Brand of the Year, he has my vote for sexiest owner of the year. I got both titles already. It's 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 a done deal. But no, nah, sexiest, sexiest owner. Uh, well, that's a nice new title. I mean, I've I've seen a lot of uh, new awards this year that uh, are very questionable. Thank you, Pete. You see, now you're making it very very difficult for me to insult you. I'll just go insulting Pete. There we go. I don't see Pete today. Therefore, I'm going to hijack the threads. <laughs> Think again, Sean. 
<laughs> he didn't beat. Congratulations, Robbie. You killed it this year from Sandeep. Thank you, Sandeep. Uh, what are, uh, is Christmas a big to-do for y'all, Shane? Do y'all do, do y'all have, are y'all getting together with, uh, relatives? Yeah. Do y'all do a big dinner of, to wake of some up, air fried chicken and, uh. Presents, then we go to a lunch with my family, and then we go to an afternoon, evening with Nikki's family. So, it's back and forth. It's a relatively time. close proximity, or y'all driving, like, <clears throat> one end of the country to the other? My family is. I mean, yeah. It's, you can't drive from one of the country. I know it's a small country, but you can't drive, okay? It, it's For me, it's a long drive, but by the sounds of things, it's like... It's like Robic saying that 40 minutes is not far. So yeah. that's how far Nikki's family is, mm -hmm. which to me is really far, because my mom's only like t t six minutes away. Yeah. So 40 minutes is a long time, but, you know... I have to, so. Yeah. Well, it can be with a little kid in the car if they're if they're constantly talking or something like that, and you just kind of want them to be quiet. Ah, she's be... good. Excellent. Put it on, put it on YouTube. Here's a blast. Okay. There you go. Five dollar donation. Thank you, Brooke. Donation towards substitutes for Shane on Christmas. Wait, you're saying Shane gets best five bucks? Work? Damn. I guess so. That's below minimum wage. Well, and not in American dollars for New Zealand. It's fine. I mean, who gives a shit? We're not getting any money, and this yeah. motherfucker's taking five. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Brooke. Thank you. Don't tell Shane, but Nikki bought him a crown, cape, and staff. Scepter. We'll go with Scepter. Shane gets a... She wouldn't need to buy me that. <laughs> I'd buy myself. She, she didn't do that anyway. She told me my lordship was full of shit. I was like, dude... The site said it's legally binding, so that must mean it's true. Hey, speaking of donations, how much money we earned this year? I would have to go bucks. back on the in the super chats on the back end and dig into the analytics and figure out how that is. Well, it's been every week. It's five bucks. He's paid off the sheets by now. Can you can you can you check this? Can you check this info? Yeah, so we I can send it to you afterwards. Yeah, Lucas wants his McDonald's. No, no, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't need this money, you know, because I just want to use use this money, let's say, you know, for uh, maybe uh, for the contest or something, some kind of like a give giveaway or, or something. I think he wants to know if he has enough to make another road. Yeah, let's do the first let's, one. Let's let's pay let's pay Robbie for like a product or something if he can give it. <laughs> Oh, by the way, Robert, did you send me the um, addresses from last week? They're in my inbox. They should have been sent out. Okay, I'll double check. Hopefully so. If not, let me know. I'll resend them. Okay. They, they have been known to get lost in the interwebs before. Or you uh, can transfer. You can transfer all the money to me, and I can like you know buy some vodka and send it to Brooke. Yeah, if you send it to Lucas, he's not only gonna bypass the porn shop; he's actually gonna stop there. I mean, the good thing about pawn shop, though, is it's never nothing's usually expensive. I mean, there are some behind the glass door items, but <laughs> Bro, you can buy a good amount tomorrow, of stuff. Tomorrow, I'm going. There we go. There's two here as well, isn't there? You said two, so you could just go to the first one. Yeah, and I get to. Like, the pawn start. The, the pawn shop down the road told me they'd sell me this 
this giant dildo for like half the price. I think you need to cut me a deal. You can you can bargain between the two. Tennis bomb. Yeah. When I get you like that, a lot of zloty, isn't it? If I remember correctly. Zloty, yeah. 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 Polish zloty. I still have some, I told you, but I don't have any notes. Keep it. coins. That's Keep it. Not gonna, it I'm not going to carry yeah, all that shit all the way over there. Soon it will be, soon it will be higher than euros or like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, wait, I thought, are you guys moving to euros or no? Fuck no, the inflation yeah. is real, bro. Hell no. Yeah. We are not cha- we are not changing anything. We're just going I, to worse now. Soon soon <laughs> the entire soon the entire Europe is gonna hate us. We already are. We're having that's the, we're one, having... The, the, that's the benefit of your McDonald's. That was one of the key factors of the Polish McDonald's was the value of it. It was it was cost effective for what you got. If you take that away. Bro, you know what? I don't know. Every time when I'm walking past and I'm passing through the McDonald's, you know, I'm always slapping my ass off when I see the sign. Because I'm like, oh, Shane would love this place. <laughs> oh, dude, it's, it's an it's institution. It's, 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 the, it's the, the best. I remember the, when they were building it and they were like, you know, putting the sign and so on. So the it was the first McDonald's in Poland that was in new colors oh yeah in green and the brown brown uh, color colorways because normally it's in yellow right yeah yellow and red yeah yeah and there's mcdonald's sign in green the yellow arches yeah it's more recent yeah they did like a little things get a little bit different outside of uh freedom country yeah man U.S. is fucked. You're old and people don't And people don't put mustard on their fucking sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Or at least use it as a base layer. I gotta look this up now. McDonald's green. What the fuck? McDonald's yeah. going green? To promote a more eco-friendly image in Europe. Oh, fuck off. Look, man. Oh, fuck off. I mean, off. I'm not going to McDonald's first, for eco-friendly. And the, first one, and the first one they built in Cuba. Look at that. Fuck <laughs> off. All right. All right. Whatever. Brooke, still waiting on that Patreon. Flipping YouTube taxing things. Yeah. So, have you all ever looked around in a Patreon or familiar with it or anything like that? I have, yeah. You have, Shane? I was going to put it on my site. Yeah. That's what. So, you know how they have different tiers of membership? Yeah. I can't figure out what to call them for it, but I was thinking something like half scoop. That's the only scoop, thing you've been scoop. hung up on? Well, then I got to figure out like what bonus features to offer people. It's a database set. You can change them anyway. So just go gold, silver, bronze, and then just if you want to change to something stupid like mustard, tomato, and aioli, <laughs> change it later. <laughs> I want to do something kind of clever. <laughs> so I'm thinking like half scoop, full scoop, heaping scoop, or two scoop, or something like that. I don't know. Just, double just, scoop, just, that bitch. Yeah, see, double nah, scoop will be like the, the just, platinum just call membership. Them, just call them Sean, Pete, and Shrita. <laughs> yeah, and then, I would do that. And then you can decide who's the higher. <laughs> and the platinum is will be Brooke. Yeah, platinum is Brooke. That's just you're you're a Brooke status if you're you're platinum. Then they're there for CrossFit. They name the workouts after um, people, soldiers or something. I can't remember what it is. They have yeah. they have workouts named after people. Yeah, there you go. There we go. 
You'd be like, oh, I'm, part of, I'm part of Sridhar's yeah. program. I'm looking to upgrade to Brook later in the year, but, you know, it's, budget's a bit tight. Oh, goodness. But it's like a pay, they pay, they pay for extra service. How, how does it work? Don't be it's, insulted, Sean. It's, uh, Robert was going to decide where you land. Okay. I was just suggesting it. It is open. So, I mean, if anybody's willing to donate, you know, like $1,800, that certifies their platinum membership right there. You know, that's fine. Or the Shredar membership. We don't know. God damn. I got a donation from Shredar. There we go. Five dollars from Shredar. Yeah. Thank you, Shredar. He wants, he, he, wants that pl- he wants that platinum naming. There we go. <laughs> no, because we were going to use it because the system was quite... I thought about doing... Because a lot of uh, websites now do sort of the paywall, but I didn't want to do a paywall thing. Yeah, and same I wanted here. to do... I wanted to do something where like it would offer some sort of like benefit, like maybe you could save stories or view them early or whatever the hell, if you were part of this program and Patreon yeah. was very easy. Cause you could just say, look, if you're part of the platinum, you can see it five minutes early and I can limit what content people see if they're logged in under what account or whatever. So yeah, Patreon was one of the first ones that came up. And that's what I want to do. Like, I don't want to have to put any of our podcasts behind a paywall or any of the articles I'd get up on the supplement engineer site, but something like I, I'm trying to figure out like what other perks to offer. So maybe like one extra podcast a month, or I offer like I don't know, one on one consults or something for like the platinum membership. Dude. Yeah, Dude, something like that. <laughs> no, it's, it's not an OnlyFans page here. We're not, we're not going to that level. I don't want to embarrass the rest of the world with my uh, Polish powers. <laughs> You're right. We we want people to sign up. We don't want <laughs> we don't want to we don't want to make it run away. I waved my Uber off. services for you, Robert. What? True, you did, Sean. You did. Okay, so Sean definitely is not the bottom tier because Sean actually was was a wonderful Uber driver during my uh, time. In, go the in opposite way and be like, if you don't sign up, I'll send a dick pic. Anyway. <laughs> so just make bully him. Pay to not see it. <laughs> But yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out, like, the three different tiers and then what other, like, little extras to do in there and stuff like that, or, you know, I don't know. I can figure out something. That's where I get caught up in is I'm not good at marketing myself. Uh, just, you know, that's where I, I get tripped up with it. But the good thing is they don't take a huge cut like YouTube does, so I just need to get off my ass and do it. Yeah, I was trying to find a way that took no cut, but all the services and systems that were in place obviously took some sort yeah. of dig. So I was like, eh. Patreon's not that bad though, is it? I don't think I thought yeah, everything I mean, went to the, I thought everything went back with Patreon. Or is that a different? Yeah, but it's like I, I, I've used like for advertising, I used to use PayPal. Then I switched to Stripe and mm-hmm. like the percentage that I gained was one and a half percent. It's small, but yeah, like, yeah, I'm all about Little dollars. So. Well, when you're raking in the millions like you do at Stacked, I mean, every that one yeah. and a half percent, man, that's that's a lot. Well, of I mean, money. I'm not doing a million, but if you did do a million, one and a half percent is like fifteen grand, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so it See? adds up. It adds up it a does. lot. So Patreon, I think, was a, was a little higher than some of the others, but okay. Uh, I mean, f- for what I was doing. Yeah. Nobody wants to be a Brook status. That's not true. That's not true. I just want more nonsense. I'm a simple being. Well, we have we are full of nonsense here at the podcast. So, all right, maybe gentlemen, you could just maybe you could name them after each of us. 
Lucas, Shane, and then, Robbie, and, and Robert. And then we can just decide the perks ourselves. And then let's see who gets the most. <laughs> we could do that. You set you set the perks and you set the dollar level and what you want the monthly membership to be. We'll see who gets people to sign up for the best. <laughs> You're muted, Lucas. We can't hear you. I would be rich as fuck. <laughs> Lucas can do his in Zlotty. He goes there. You can sign up for me for whatever the whatever the. Mine yeah, sound expensive. It's funny because uh, when uh, when I when I was in in college in South Africa, they were for Valentine's Day, I believe there was a bunch of uh, guys, um, like, like ten or twelve of us or whatever. We were selected. Uh, I don't know like how the selection worked or anything like that. I don't remember that. But we had a female audience, like the entire college, uh, basically auctioning who's going to bet more money is going to take one of us on a date. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually a lot of fun. Cool. Oh, man. Uh, last call for any other uh, comments, questions, or smart-ass remarks from the uh, peanut gallery <laughs> that's listening on the live stream. Uh, and while we give you some time, this is a quick reminder to subscribe to the Stack 3D podcast available on all podcast producing platforms and leave Shane a good review. Just not a better review than the final scoop because we don't want him to beat us in the almighty mm-hmm. algorithm that dictates anything and everything to which we are exposed these days. Can I say one thing? Of course. I just want to say that Shane did an amazing job this year. Wow. Shane gets brand of the year. Shane is the winner of the Stack 3D brand of Maybe the year. Maybe I should just pick me as brand of the year. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. I was going to pick me. Although although his podcast sucks this year. Yeah, my podcast there, sucks. I'm the most were, inconsistent person in the world. <laughs> there were no episodes, which I'm pissed about. So. <laughs> I was going to do one this week, and then I just said, ah, fuck it. Who, care, who cares remember. about Lucas? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I ain't Shredar, sorry. I ain't Shredar, yeah. Well, Shane, you should upload just a blank episode, say, welcome to this week's Stack 3D podcast, and then just end it there, and just upload that as an episode and see how many people... I'll just, uh, every, every, every 20 seconds, I'll be like, hold on, just checking my audio. I'm almost ready. <laughs> Give me a bit. <laughs> Please also turn on notifications from Stack. Yes. Yeah, Please don't block do. them. Like some pricks, okay? I signed... Lucas saw me sign up for them. Yes. I didn't. Yeah. I saw you block it. That's because you weren't on the podcast that week. That was, yeah. Sounds green like Cola. Why not Green McDonald's? I don't know. Green, green Cola, Cola wasn't very good. I can't imagine Green McDonald's tasting much better. The Green Cola is the, the liquid itself. Is it green color or no? Mm-mm. No. I mean, just, <laughs> that would be horrible. <laughs> I mean, that would be at least uh, something. I mean, color is not green. If it's emphasized as green, I think it would be cool marketing. Do you remember a couple of years ago they had green and purple ketchup? This was like when I was in high school. Yeah. 10, 15 years ago. Well, it was like uh, Black Market did their pre... They, they, they did limited pre-workouts. If they did limited flavor every month. Mm-hmm. And then one time they decided to make it... They wanted to do it so it turned black. So the color of the liquid was black. The powder would be red or green or whatever. And it would still taste like whatever the flavor is, but it would look black. Yeah. They did it, I think he said he did it like once or twice. And like customers were like, like they liked the sound of it. But then when yeah. they were like drinking it, they were like, I-, I don't know if I like this anymore. 
<laughs> like they just didn't. He was. I remember him telling me he was like they just like it sounds cool, yeah. but it was like making it think they were drinking something that wasn't what it was tasting like kind of thing. And he just said it was like a disconnect. Yeah, cool as hell. I thought. Does but, it stain your teeth and like your mouth? Or does it turn them black or anything like that? I mean, I, I had one tub. I didn't really notice too much. Okay. I just saw so somebody just sent me a notification that Aaron Singerman is facing 15 plus years in prison. Shit. Shane, oh. we have another uh, happy comment for you. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's this? I don't know. Excuse my nuts. <laughs> Tell I us like more that. about yourself, K-Man. I, I like I like he's trying to be different because the tip the go to is suck my balls. This isn't this isn't this isn't suck my balls. This is kiss my nuts. It's a lot gentler than suck so this my is balls. Tinder, just a little. Yeah. Here Maybe he. This is how you warm up to sucking nuts. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I right, keep going, Robbie. Sorry, I had to get that in there. Mm. Okay, so what, where, where did you see that about Singerman? Is it a news story or something? Yeah, it's on YouTube right now, but uh, I was sent a link. Uh, it's from um, uh, from bodybuilding and bullshit. I mean, um, but yeah, fifteen plus years. It's a new felony. Yeah, only I, yeah I guess that uh, you know um, it's new charges and shit. Probably watch it later. I mean, yeah, these guys are fucked. Yikes. I wonder what kind of deal they can uh, strike if... I mean, we talked about the other one that they had settled on, but this is new charges that you're saying? Well, they didn't... Uh, I don't think anything is settled. I think that they just, like, you know, don't forget, there were so many charges. I don't know how many, but it was a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. And each charge, I think, was carrying up to five years in jail. So you had, like, 20 or 30 years in there already altogether. You had a lot. And, uh, you know, allegedly, like, I didn't see it, but from what I understand, uh, Aaron spilled the beans on a lot of things. And, you know, he got his time a little bit uh, or substantially reduced as a plea deal. And uh, but then he had that accident with a boat where he was drunk. And there was also I mean, there were criminal charges as far as I know. And I'm pretty sure that he, there was damage to some property as well. So I'm pretty sure several charges, uh, um, you know, filed as well. And uh, uh, I think it just adds up to it. So uh, I just don't see, like, you know, I don't think it's possible to walk away based on what Nick, I think, suggested. Um, Aaron is cooperating fully. Apparently, it's like a legit information. And again, don't quote me on that because I don't know. Mm -hmm. So this is just uh, based on rumors and information from other sources. But from what I heard, and again, uh, not confirmed, I, I can't state by it, but that, you know, there there is a cooperation from Aaron pretty much, not just regarding Blackstone thing, but uh, other things as well. Basically, when you become an informant, it's not that you can only testify on a specific case, but if you know somebody did something wrong somewhere else and you're helping with that, you know, you get your time reduced. To what extent it's reduced, I don't know. I mean, I heard anywhere from that he's going to serve anywhere between three to eight years, I believe, something like that. But that was prior to the accident that he had drinking and driving a boat into something, a house or whatever it was. So there are other charges, and apparently he was pretty drunk. 
So, you know, I can't see how that helps the case. So the 15 plus years, I think it has to do with that as well. Gotcha. Here's something I just, I just pulled up, AaronSingerman.com. Aaron Singerman, check this shit out. Born and raised in the good old city of New Orleans, my birthplace. Hot damn. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I knew he was from Louisiana. Damn, I wonder where he went to high school. I mean, it's not that there's not that big of a city, and most of the like, if you if your parents actually care about your education, they send you to one of a handful of schools. Robert, how old are you? I am thirty six, born in eighty five. I, I think he's either five or six years older than you. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how old he is. I I know he had his fortieth birthday party. Oh, I think about two years ago or something. He went to Ridgewood Prep. Oh shit. Okay, so uh, when I was in high school, my first few years of college, we taught uh, martial arts at at kid camps in and around the New Orleans metro area. Ridgewood Prep was one of the schools we taught summer camp taekwondo lessons at. Motherfucker. Okay. All right. Ridgewood Prep. Goddamn. Small world. Okay. Fascinating. <laughs> Shane, just a reminder. He's posted. Oh no, I thought you said he posted it twice. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to borrow that. And start using it. Whenever I feel the need to say, suck my balls, I'm going to say, can you just kiss my nuts? Kiss. Make an ornament out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, motherfucker. <laughs> Cristobal, nice seeing you guys. Thanks for showing up, Cristobal. We have fun doing this each and every week. And uh, as it stands yeah. right now, we will uh, be doing an episode every, next every week, week on Christmas. Every so week. if you guys are... Go ahead, Shane. I was just saying, every week, I mean, every week we enjoy doing it. We do. On all, the, on all each, each and every week. And uh, we will be here next week on Christmas Day for those of you that are uh, have nothing better to do but then hang out with us for uh, schmucks. So, it's good for yeah, us. Maybe. Maybe I'll be here. Maybe I won't. <laughs> the important ones will be here. The I like the doing Lord things may not be able to get away. That's a very, it, it, it's very, very challenging statement when you say the important ones, implying the not important one has a word fucking Lord next to his name. I mean, that comes off kind of... I assume it's sarcasm, because they obviously yeah, know it's sarcasm, yeah. Cause it's, like, it, it is the important one, since it's Lord, <laughs> and mustard smearing Robert up there doesn't have a Lord behind his name. I've, I've got Nikki to back me up on the title. Uh, oh, on the on the the weight of the title, Lord, in Shane's oh, instance, so you're siding with my wife. Oh, <laughs> big surprise! Yeah, actually, I don't know if I can trust Nikki though because she still cuts. She's the one that got you to start cutting the crust off. Yeah, of the man. Bread. That's she's not going to agree with it. She hates Crocs. She she's going to disagree <laughs> with your mustard. I mean, you what? You pick one thing and be like, oh yeah, I like her opinion. <laughs> Wait a second, if you're a fucking lord, then uh, does she get a title? Nah, nah, she didn't want to get in on it. So I no, 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 no. Not that she didn't want to, but by being married to you, does she get automatically some sort of a title? I don't think so. No? Because you could you could pay for two, but she didn't want it. So me and my friend went out, went half. My 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 gym partner, my gym buddy, he's a he's a lord too. So uh, w when you come here to the States, I introduce you. This is my friend, Lord Shane, and some woman yeah. with him. I was going to update my passport and put it on there. And then Nikki made the point. She's like, what if they don't accept it? And I was like, 
I mean, it said it's legally binding, so... But I'm not gonna, because just to, just in the off chance that it doesn't work. Yeah. Fascinating. Who is watching UFC today, guys? Is that, is that the Derek Lewis fight? Is that him today? I think so. I actually think so. It, it, it is. How did you like Amanda Nunes last week? God damn, man. The one, I, I didn't watch last week. And the one time I didn't watch, I didn't, or I forgot to bet. And I'm glad I didn't because I wouldn't have, I, I, I wouldn't have, I would have picked Nunes. And it's funny because I said that her cardio is very, very suspect. And I said the same thing about uh, Poirier fight where I said, you know, a lot of people betting on him, but I only bet on him if he goes to the later rounds. Uh, I was going to bet on him as well. And I'm kind of glad I didn't because yeah, just the guys that I would have bet on lost. Um, yeah, he's just, um, Oliveira is just too good. I mean, and he completely exposed him. What time does it start? Seven um, o'clock? So typically, uh, what does it say? It doesn't, it just says today. I'll, t I'll tell you right now. I mean, usually I have it. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's late, late evening. Yeah, so it's usually on seven o'clock my time, I thought. Or is those like when the main card starts? Or prelims start at six? Seven? Actually, it started oh, well, ten. Now. No, 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 no. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, is it prelims that started? Yeah, it's you're now, right. Yeah, yeah the main card the starts at seven p.m. So for you, Robert, it starts at six. Okay, yeah, six. Yeah, there we go. It's actually a fucking solid card. You have Stephen Thompson on it as well. It's it's a it's a it's a good card, and you have Cop Swanson the first fight. He is uh, he's pretty good. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a solid card. Worth worth checking out. Is there a reason why the the main events are five rounds and they don't just make everything five rounds? No, I, I understand time; it would take longer. But I, it was at first it was a title fight that is five rounds only. And then they decided to do any main event as a five round, which I'm not even sure why. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it's a little bit more entertaining or whatever. But yeah, it's mm -hmm. five rounds for any main main event, even if it's not a title fight. Back in the days of Pride, that was very that was a real test. Pride fights were uh, first round was ten minutes. Yeah. That's long. That's long. First round to ten minutes, and then two rounds of five minutes. I mean, if you can fight for ten minutes, that's insane. I mean, that's that's a real test of cardio. I mean, Amanda Nunes would probably be toast in a matter of a couple of minutes if that was the case. Yeah. She lost by a knockout or by points. She quit. Yeah. She pretty much quit. I mean, it she was a trip. Yeah, it, it was a choke, but it wasn't like a very deep choke, but she was completely exhausted. She was very tired. And, uh, I mean, she it wasn't a deep choke or anything, but she she pretty much quit. Well, my brother's watching. My brother's going to watch tonight. He's pulling for Thompson. I love Thompson. I think he's an amazing fighter. His style is just astonishing. It's actually cool to see how many good fighters are out of New Zealand and Australia. Um, yeah, apparently. That that uh, guy, what's his name, Kai France something? That Kai Kara France. Yeah, that beat yeah. Uh, Garbrandt. I wasn't like very much like I didn't follow him much, but he was simply outstanding, amazing. I would have been against him to be honest. 
I, you know what? I, I didn't know who he was. So I was like leaning a little bit towards Cody, but considering Cody's chin is a mess, I mean the last couple of fights he was he was getting knocked out pretty easily. So um, I, I wasn't surprised that he lost. But that that kid impressed me. I mean it seems like New Zealand always had a you know considering how small the country is, but they always had great fighters always. I mean Mark Hunt is still one of my all time favorites. They got There's nothing the other guy. Better. They got nothing better to do too. So yeah, mm. we got, got no no places we can drive to. Forty minutes and we're at the edge of the ocean. Yeah, you know how it goes. Lockdown is like yeah. three hundred sixty-five days per year. So Shane, we had to we had to lockdowns long before that happened. Shane is uh, Robert Whitaker Australian or New Zealand? He's Australia. He's Australia. the other guy that uh, that tour. Tied to Wasa? I thought he was a New Zealander because me too. I'm assuming he's from like one of the islands, and usually they go yeah Australia, New Zealand. But I heard his accent, and I was like, oh no, he's Australian. Oh, he's Australian, Australian. He is. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if he was born there or he was like moved there, but yeah. We usually, if there's like a name, like an island name, like I always be like, oh, he could be a New Zealander. Hmm. Amazing fighter, a lot, a lot of fun to watch. Well, he's 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 a beast, it's like Mark Hunt. Yeah, <laughs> just big, big sons of bitches. Yeah, he's big, but he, you know what? The funny thing is, is that considering their size and how they look, I mean, they can move. He's pretty fast. Ferrero versus Camera. Yeah, yeah, he was born in Australia. I was just chicken. Thanks for tuning in, Phil. I know you've got a full house of kids and whatnot going on, and uh, in-laws visiting this weekend, so thank you for uh, chiming in. Simon says, Ferrara versus Gamrot. Yeah, that's a, that's a good fight. Hmm. All right, gents. Another episode's in the books. Any closing thoughts before we... Uh... <coughs> Put a bow out and uh, set this on Santa's sleigh for the weekend. Merry Christmas. Yeah, you got, Merry Christmas, everyone. You got tons of awesome releases on Apollo Nutrition site, so make sure to use that fat discount. Mofos and Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho from Poland. There we go, the motherland. Uh, thank you all for joining us. You got any other uh, comments, questions for a future episode? Feel free to shoot me an email, the supplement engineer gmail.com. Leave a comment down below. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share the fam podcast with family, friends, and loved ones. And uh, leave us a five star rating after you leave Shane a review for the uh, Stack 3D podcast as well on all podcast bruising platforms. That helps both of us climb up in the almighty algorithm that dictates anything and everything to which we all are exposed. And a Merry Christmas to all of you from Sandeep. We'll see you all next time on The Final Scoop. Take care, guys. Merry, merry.